This is a Crowd Podcast. Before we start, we just want to pop a quick trigger warning here. Today we're going to be touching on eating disorders. So if you are struggling with an eating disorder at the moment and you're in the UK, the Beat Eating Disorders charity has a hotline. The number is 0808 801 0677 or you can visit the website beateatingdisorders.org.uk. We'll put all the info in the episode description. Welcome to Go Love Yourself, brought to you by Simply Be, fashion fit for everybody. Oh dear, I don't even know where I'm starting actually, hang on, sorry. It's that TikTok, i got three looks and that's it. A homeless man, a 12-year-old boy and, and a girl. <laughs> Right, Lauren, it's been a few weeks since the dreaded Valentine's, uh, but it's also been a few weeks since we got an update on your dating journey. In one line, tell me how it's going. You can even sing it if you want to, I don't mind. <laughs> so I did plan a little something. Are we <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Oh. So, um... <laughs> I can't, I can't be that quick. I was like, should I be like, I had... Wait, hold on. <gasps> I had a date. <laughs> it was okay. Oh, no, it wasn't great. <laughs> At least make it rhyme. Come on. It was hold on, that's not where the rhyme is, Laura Adlington. Thank you very much. <laughs> so hold on. I had a date. It was okay. Until he said the words, gay little latte. <laughs> Like, you lost me. He said the words, oh, I do like a gay little laugh. Oh, my God, he did like, not. I, was, I thought you were making did, that up. And, and I was like, Lauren, it, who no, are you? What are you he saying? He said it twice. No, exactly. <laughs> he said it oh, twice. Oh, no, we don't do that. Anyway, so, uh, so yes, I did go on an, a first date with a human man. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Silences it all. And how did it go? Tell everyone. So it was fine. So I spoke to you beforehand. Fine. And that's, I think that's, basically great. that's really what we're aiming for, isn't it? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it was fine. Um, so yeah, I spoke to you, I think, literally beforehand, during and after. <laughs> and I was like, and we basically determined that the first, first date was not about whoever that guy was. It was not about him. It was about yeah. me having my first date for like two years. And I got all ready and I wore something that I felt comfortable in and all the stuff. Um, and it was it was fine. It wasn't as tall as he said. Let me just tell you. Not as tall as he said. It was It was fine. It was fine. He is not the one. And I've sent him the general text that my friends and me have created at the weekend of a, it was really nice to meet you, but I didn't feel a spark. Good luck in all your endeavours. <laughs> that kind of oh, text. Please tell me you didn't <laughs> used to the endeavours. <laughs> I might change it to say that. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah. So it was okay, but he said a couple of things in in the date that just gave me instant yeah, ick. Yeah. And I've just got like that. What I said, I've just got no time for people that think like that. And that, it was that, and it was something else which I won't say. Yeah. We 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 don't really go in for that, do we? Immediate red flag. Well, well done you for going. I'm so proud of you. It took a lot of courage to kind of put yourself out there and go back dating again. So well done. Like you said, it wasn't really about him. It was about you. So um, yeah, well done for getting back on the horse. And I look forward to hearing about the next one. (laughs) Getting back on the horse. Yeah, me too, mate. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for being my my wing woman, my fangirl. I think I really needed it because I was so nervous. Oh, bless you. You sent me nice things. So I love you. I love you you too. So I absolutely adore today's guest. She's so lovely. Um, and she even had me on her podcast recently, The Light Show. Are you cheating on us? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We've been on a podcast, how dare you? 
It's all right because, as it goes, I love her as well. So, do you? <laughs> I do. Um, so on today's show, we want to talk a lot about body confidence and also diet culture. So who better to talk to than influencer Alex Light? Um, you might have seen her post on Instagram. She posts some amazing content. We are so excited to have her on. So welcome, Alex. How are you doing today? Good. I'm really good. I'm so happy to be here. We're so happy so you're here. Yeah, yeah, we are so, so excited to have you. We love your Instagram. We love everything Aww. you're about. So yeah, thank you for joining us. This is the second time seeing you in a month, isn't it? I know, because yeah. I was on your podcast, yes. The Light Show. Uh, we did a yeah. live podcast recording. It was so much fun, wasn't So it? good. I yeah. had such a nice day. It was I brilliant. That. It was great. I was sad when it was over. I was yeah. like, oh, I want to do that again. It was really good. We got gifts and everything as well. I know. I haven't got anything for you today. Sorry. <laughs> Not Come even a on. cake. Not Seriously? even a cake. Oh, it's like a lollipop or something. Come on. <laughs> I'm a good job. I've <laughs> <laughs> got some chewing gum from the tube on my shoe if you want that. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> okay. So to start off, we have a favourite saying on this show. Basically, it's that we think that the, the way you look is the least interesting thing about you. So, uh, so we ask everyone, what is the most interesting thing about you or one of the most interesting things about you? So you just landed this on me like, <laughs> about one minute before we started recording. And I'm like, what is the most interesting thing it's about me? It's a hard question. It's a really hard question because I guess it depends like who's trivial things. Like I've got a dog who incessantly humps me <laughs> and she's um. a girl. <laughs> She's a girl dog. Go get it, girl. I love her. Wants to hunt me like twenty four seven. I'm sure you've seen it. On she Instagram. like the dog from Sex yeah. and the City that just humps all the yes, pillows. Except good. She, Go get she's it. She's a girl, and just no yeah. one really knows why. But, <laughs> and it's no one else, just me. So that's that's fun. Um, <sighs> I've got four sisters. I suppose that's quite interesting. Yeah, four sisters. Yeah, four that is so sisters. much energy. <laughs> I know, I know. My WhatsApp never stops. And it's always like, oh, she's done this to me and she's done that to oh me. God, and, yes. Oh, will you sort this out? Will you sort that out? And we can tell she's being this and that. I'm like, oh my God. I'm saying that, but like I fully get involved in the drama as well. And most of the time it's me like, Jen, she's Catherine said this to me. Is there a really good si- uh, name for the WhatsApp sister chat? Or is it just sisters? It's brats. It's brats. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Which so I think, yeah. yeah. That's cute. I love that. We have got one, haven't we? We've, uh, we've Stacey. It was called Baron Karens, which I quite like. Oh my God, love that. <laughs> love that. Um, your content has evolved so much over the over the years. And I think you started off, didn't you, in kind of like beauty and fashion. And I know you obviously yes. still love all of that. But like, talk to us about how that's evolved. Because I know that, um, you know, we love how passionate you are about all the kind of like anti-diet culture and stuff. So tell us a bit about that transition, if you can. Definitely. So, do you know what? I always try and find a way to make this more streamlined, this like story, but I feel like it's convoluted. And I think a lot of that is because, um, like a lot of it is mixed up with eating disorders and I was in a bit of a blur and that, that time just feels like a big like black hole, but I will try and do my best. So I was a journalist, fashion and beauty journalist, and I was uh, going through an eating disorder at the same time when I started to make real progress, what I was doing on Instagram started to feel really at odds with what I was learning about, about diet culture, about, you know, living in this world that tells us we need to be thin that actually isn't true. Like we don't need to be any size. Mm-hmm. So what I was doing, because I was, I was uploading uh, pictures on Instagram that were like edited. I would like knit my waist in and at some point I started to realize like this is this is jarring with me now. This isn't right. And I'm not enjoying doing this. And it's so not representative of what is going on behind the scenes, which is like the, you know, the depths of an eating disorder. So I just 
I just like literally randomly made the decision like I'm just going to shift it and I'm just going to talk about this which was weird because I hadn't told anyone I was so secretive about I mean people knew around me but I'd never openly discussed my eating disorder what was it like posting that first post then terrifying terrifying must have been but it was like the response was amazing that's so good and it's just makes me has made me realize that there is so much power in letting go of a secret and in letting Love go of that. shame like yeah. so much power in it because I was really ashamed and I think there is a lot of stigma around uh, eating disorders mm. still um, and I was just yeah I just felt a lot of shame around it and le- like letting that secret go although terrifying was one of the best things I did and also like so many people there are so many more people than you realize going through both thing. eating disorders but also disordered eating and uh, body image struggles there's just so many people yeah. but there's this taboo around it. We're not supposed to talk about it. How so. insane is that? Like, still, there's the taboo around it. But you're so right. If you're sharing the secret, problem shared is a problem halved. And totally. most people, especially listening to this podcast, will be going through the same thing. Every woman has hung ups, I'm sure, and that have been that diet culture stuff has been ingrained in us. And you know, we talk a lot about that kind of that '90s rhetoric of like nothing, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels, and you're it's right. so dangerous. And like Bridget Jones, who was like. What was it? Nine, nine, and, nine and a half stone. stone. Living in zone stone. one. Yeah, with a great life. job. Yeah. And yet she was considered fat. So sweet. Having a lovely time with Colin Firth, can I just say? Yeah, like, so. a bit of that, please. <laughs> yeah, right. The dream. <laughs> okay, by Hollywood standards, like they're not slim, but in real, in the you know, it's just crazy. Like the Jessica Simpson thing from, you know, we all know, got that image of her in those like high-waisted trousers. And it's just like, I have a word. And you look at them now. Like, I can't. Yes, <laughs> she is so slim. So slim. Yeah. And the issues that would have given her, but the issues that would have given all of us, because even when I was slimmer, I still didn't look like that. Mm. So I thought I had to look like that to be attractive. But it, but she was called fat on. It's just an absolute And, and the vast majority of women will have been bigger than her. Than yes. she yes. looked at that time. The yeah. vast, vast, vast majority of women. That is just goes to show like if, if you're if it's coming at you from all angles like look at this this is fat and fat is ugly mm. that's what you end up internalizing yeah. but yeah at least like now we can look back without that lens of diet culture and realize that she was just like a Tiny. Sli- slim woman like <laughs> yeah. just performing on stage and yet there's this like global outrage how dare she yeah. crazy, you know not look it? like her daisy duke days yeah, yeah. which crazy. was she's talked about how that was like disordered eating she potentially yeah. had something going on there so yeah. it just goes to show yeah she was celebrated yeah. and a lot of people find that when like they lose weight and it often it's through things like it could be an eating disorder it could be through like heartache or, or you know they're grieving and people be like you look amazing it's like, uh, like I remember at the lowest point of my life, going through the worst breakup ever, like anxiety levels through the roof. And everyone was like, you look great. And I remember my nan said to me, um, sorry, nan, but she, lo- I remember she looked at me up and down and she went, all I'll say is about time. <gasps> I love my nan. Like, I oh, love her. I adore God, her. But like, crushing. <laughs> and and it just reinforces that whole like thin equals beautiful and like fat is ugly yeah. and it's just bollocks it is it's just absolute bollocks isn't it yeah. i know it's going back to jessica simpson <laughs> i <laughs> love her she wrote in her book actually that she said when she was in daisy dukes or whatever that film was called she created she said she created like a gold standard jessica that everyone then held every other standard of her up to oh wow and that's kind of like what you're saying when you lose weight and people are obsessed with how you look and congratulating you and praising you like this is the best thing ever in your head that's that's it solidified then that's your gold standard you know that's Mm. the gold standard you and anything you know you put on weight and people get quiet about how you look right 
and then you you know that you're never at your you know your goal I'm saying this with like huge air quotes because it's not true but like that's how it feels it's all the like the positive reinforcement and it's really yeah so toxic massively yeah that's it's scary isn't it yeah do you think it's like I mean, I've certainly seen a shift with people like you, and I, I, I don't want to play guys' make up your ass, but genuinely, accounts like yours have really helped people, like so many people, like myself included, like accept them. Like, I, it's helped me accept myself, like oh, full thank stop. You. That's so, that's um, so nice and I to love hear. your content, genuinely. You know this. Oh, that's so um, nice. Do you think it's changed? Do you think there's been a shift against diet culture? Like, have you seen it improve? Do you think there's still like more to be done? I think that it's a lot less overt. Um, and blatant nowadays I think it's much more subtle and maybe like wrapped up in you know like wearing a different like costume you know in the in the guise of like well-being or like wellness Um, so I think it's definitely morphed but it's still very much there and there is still a lot to unpack but I do think that we're making steps albeit small steps I think it's more like the internalized fat phobia I think is the bigger challenge like personally that's yes. how I see it I don't yeah. know what you think yeah we've made strides yeah. and I think people um you know curating their Instagram feeds with stuff like yours or or anything that makes them feel positive is also helping that as well so although the horrible stuff is still happening you can choose whether to engage with that content or not. And it's like identifying like genuinely for you, not like, oh, I should follow this person because they like them. You know, it's like, does this person actually make me feel good? They don't have to, you know, a lot of girls say to me like, I'm I'm just don't, like your content like it doesn't make me feel good and I'm like that's fine that's good that you know that and you've worked that out and you're creating that boundary and just yeah you just got to work out what's what's right for you and how you can make your space both both online and offline like as positive as possible and how has your life changed like since like your like ED recovery would you say genuinely I can't put it into words really your face lit up when you said that yeah yeah it was like it was just absolute hell Mm. and it was a long time of like a disordered eating before it sort of evolved into well devolved into um, an eating disorder as well like I dieted from the I mean we probably all have like everyone's dieted from like such a young age probably like the age of 12 and I just never came off a diet and then eventually it went into an eating disorder I had never had a good relationship with food I'd never been able to just eat (laughs) without it either being some form of like restriction or binging or purging or yeah it was just like I had it got to a point where I didn't have really didn't have a social life like I was barely functioning at work I was barely functioning in my own life and it's just like the the and don't get me wrong it did not happen overnight and I do want everyone to know that because I feel like there's too much Mm. of that narrative like oh it gets help and gets better but that's that wasn't the case like it did take a while but I, I can't even just tell you how like liberating I think is the word like just liberating like I feel like I've got like my life back that's you so genuinely good. feel like like you seem like you're really at peace now like with your body like would you think that's you know fair to say yeah I really do I really do and like yeah I mean I'm I'm sure there'll always be like li- you know I'll always have some like the wedding I found quite triggering did you yeah because there was just a lot of chatter around it and how I should look and you know my dress experience was wonderful like the second time around it was brilliant but you know and and this is a, as a straight size mm. person mm. and they did, barely had anything for me and they certainly didn't have the dress that I wanted to try on and all of the samples are a size 14 which means they're actually a 10 because some 
twat at I don't know bridal headquarters some man man decided to make bridal dresses two sizes smaller than they are like great idea on the best women's space be the happiest of their life let's make them feel really shit about themselves (laughs) why do they do that I don't know it just doesn't make sense it doesn't does it so I had to try on like a like a kind of held a dress to me and then it didn't fit and then I was like okay well I think I like it cool like here's all my money and they're not cheap and then it I tried it on and my mum took one look at me and she was like you don't like it do you I was like fucking ace it Um, of course you didn't how can you hold a dress to you (laughs) do you know what I mean like that's just it's crazy yeah but yeah, there's a lot to be you, done. You mentioned that, like, you, yeah, you, you might like open something bridal, didn't you? Oh, and I was I'd like, you should oh my god, that. so do that. A plus size bridal. I follow. There's a couple in America that I follow on TikTok, and yeah. it just makes me so happy because the plus size dresses and they're so beautiful, and the girls are just looking like their best. Oh, oh, it's so good. Does that not exist here at all? I, I think there might be some, but not probably to the same extent. There get, we go. On okay. get on it. All get right. on it. There's all a right. gap in the market. You've got to fill it. Do That's it. A new Year goal. Okay. Obsessed. Can we please? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah with the wedding going back to the wedding stuff like did you find like people were kind of assumed that you would lose weight for the wedding or like yeah. is that what, oh my what God. happened if I, hashtag yeah. shredding for the wedding is still a thing I Ooh. just can't I just it is. Can't. It is. Like I was doing some research for an article I was writing about it, and there are like millions of results on like how to lose weight for your wedding and like That's how to lose so weight in seven days, and and even like oh, I don't want to like give anyone ideas or trigger anyone, but like it was even like how to um, you know what bodybuilders do to make them dehydrated so they look oh, yeah. super. Yeah. There was even like advice on how to do that for your wedding day so that you're like you've got no water basically in your body. Sounds healthy. Like <laughs> I know. You just feel like slowly like dying on your wedding day it was just I, I feel like sad. that's so sad but doesn't and that, dangerous and it just goes to show like people would rather look thin on their mm. wedding day than be healthy and like yeah. feeling their best yeah, you know yeah. like it's that's the goal is to look so, thin but on your wedding yeah. day and yeah. I say this, I've, I've been to two of my friends got married and they are probably more plus size and straight size and let me tell you the smiles on their faces despite the fact they didn't get to their inverted commas goal weight was just like literally I can't it was so lovely Aww. did you think about that on your wedding day at all like it oh, never I wish I was a size smaller never like, once no, crossed my mind because I got a dress that I loved that, that really so good. suited me yeah. and it, like it, yeah. suit, it just it felt so good on me it never once crossed my mind there we go. to be honest once I went to the second and got the second dress that like, never crossed my mind again good. it was just it was more like you know, when you've got a dress that you don't feel good in and then you start picking yourself apart a bit yeah. and like, what you know, why doesn't this look nice? Anyway, so... Exactly. Again, this goes back to our point of like, you know, the happiness doesn't lie in a smaller size. Like, mm. you know, being no. slimmer does not necessarily mean you're going to be happier or more confident. No. I mean, get your get get the dress that makes you feel amazing. Oh my God, like, hell yes. Go to great lengths to do that. Yeah. But don't go to great lengths to like make your body fit into a random dress. Yeah. Like, just find the dress that looks yeah. like so good that on you and you're like... Fit oh. you. Right. And same with your wedding dress. Like, yeah. It fit you. Yeah. yeah. And you should put it on and be like, huh, you don't have to put it on and be like, this is the one. <laughs> like, I hate that because that's so much pressure. But if you can put it on and be like, oh my God, I feel really good in this. Like, mm-hmm. this is great. Anyway, sorry, this wasn't like a bridal <laughs> episode, was it? We talk a lot about everyday fashion on this podcast uh, or fashion for holidays. But what about fashion for other big events uh, like the dreaded W word? Yes, yes, yes. I'm talking about weddings. Forever the bridesmaid, never the bride, Lauren. (laughs) Sorry, Sorry, I'm a bitch. (laughs) Yes, I love her really, honestly. I'm not actually that mean, but you have been a bridesmaid quite a lot, have you not? I think I've been a bridesmaid four times. Oops, I was so excited about that. My headphones just fell off. Uh, yeah, four, t- four times. 
Um. <laughs> but you are like the best bridesmaid ever though like I, I wish my one regret about our wedding is that you were not our bridesmaid because ah! you are like you, you really go the extra mile don't you I am really very fabulous and I'm always the I'm always the hype girl and also if I don't this is like of any friend's wedding and a tip for everybody if you don't like something the bride is doing shut up <laughs> just let them do it if you don't like your dress don't tell them so much like no, but you don't have to not like your bridesmaid's dress because, um, and I'm so, so excited about this, Simply Be has just launched a new bridesmaid's dress range, which is really inclusive, and they've got loads of different styles, um, and they've come to the rescue again. Uh, it's amazing. You can get dresses from just 60 quid uh, in sizes 10 to 32. How amazing is that? Like, that like honestly is unheard of when I was shopping for bridesmaids dresses I had like my bridesmaids were a range of sizes and it was very difficult to find you know styles that suited all of them um but I love that they've got so many different styles on the Simply Be website and different colours as well so navy pale blue blush pink and the beautiful sage green as well it makes me so happy that there are sizes available up to a 32 like that is such a Oh, I don't know. It fills me with dread to think that, you know, like my wonderful friend will get married and the dresses that she picks only go up to size 12. And it's just like awkward for her, awkward for me. Like, so no. So I love that they go up from a 10 to a 32. That's amazing. And the Simply Be collection, I love this bit, also features the uh, cult bridesmaid brand, Maya Curve. If you have ever shot for a bridesmaid dress in the last few years, you know exactly who I'm talking about. And they've got all the sparkle and all the tall. I just love them. Beautiful dresses. Um, and as part of the collection, Simply Be is also launching a British brand called Maids to Measure. The range features 12 exclusive to Simply Be designs. It's a luxury bridesmaid brand and it's available in sizes 10 to 26. So if you're after big day looks for everybody and every vibe, then you can use our code POD20 to get 20% off. That's POD and the numbers two and zero. Hello, I'm Florence Given, artist, feminist, and best-selling author of the book Women Don't Owe You Pretty, and this is my new podcast, Exactly. I'm fascinated by different perspectives and philosophies on life. So in this first season of Exactly, we're diving deep into five topics of conversation. Sex, social media, feminism, relationships and body image, and exploring them all from different angles. I'll be chatting to an amazing roster of guests, from psychologists and doctors to cultural commentators and celebrities. And I want to hear from you as well. I'll be taking your questions, calls and voice notes so that you too can benefit from their advice and enlightenment. Please join me. I guarantee it's going to be a wild ride. We're going to learn so much and we'll have a laugh along the way. Out now. Listen and follow exactly with me, Florence Given, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. You are really into your fashion as well. Yeah, like, I do you love, love your fashion. fashion yes. Yeah. How would you like? How would you say your style has evolved? Like, so we were talking about this the other week, weren't we? When you were on my podcast, and I was saying that I actually only recently have started exploring whether my style, like what I think I like, is actually because I like it, or whether it's because it made me look thin. Because mm, so from the earliest age, like I was taught to, we're all taught to, you wear know, something flattering. Wear something flattering. Oh. Black is slimming. Like mm-hmm. wear clothes that like flatter your shape and just make you look thinner because yeah. flat- yeah, flattering be goal, is yeah. synonymous with thinner, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> It, it kind of just dawned on me, like, do I actually like these things? <laughs> or is it, 
is it because they make me I think they make me look slimmer so I feel like I'm still going through that kind of journey and I think it's it is actually because I like like I, I love like over I'm quite like a androgynous look mm, yeah. yeah I'm either like super androgynous or like like heels and a dress there's yeah. no there's no like in it's between I've got three looks and that's it and yeah, yeah that. homeless man a 12 year old boy it's and a <laughs> Yeah. I didn't want to say that, but that's literally that's literally my vibe. Yeah, yeah. So we were chatting with our um, sponsors actually, Simply Be, and we were chatting with them about um, language and how important it is. And even they were saying about how they're really kind of steering away and veering away from that term flattering. So a lot yeah. of comments I get on like, my Instagram if I post something will be like, "Oh, that's really flattering on you." Right. And obviously it's a compliment, right? Like but they mean it? it's a compliment. Yeah. They mean it's yeah. a compliment. Obviously it's very well intended. Mm. I just think it's it's just a kind of word that we probably want to throw out. Really. Totally. Because yes, they mean it's a compliment, but it's also backhanded, isn't it? Because it's like if like a Kate Moss style woman was wearing a dress, would you be like, that's really flattering on you? No. no. And, the, and the, the purpose of that flattering means that they're saying you, that dress makes you look smaller. Yeah. 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 I think I've, I found that a lot recently. So I've started just wearing dresses that I like. Yeah. This is and a like cool you said, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from Simply Beer, right? Uh, is it? I was going <laughs> to ask, is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah but like, I've, I've noticed my confidence and Laura probably like attest to this. I've noticed my confidence has transformed since mm. I started wearing what I want. I am a size 18 really? to 20 that if I wear a black dress with mm. a like a purposely nicely put stripe that's not going to make me look like a size 12 like no. so like I'm not going to hide in clothes I'm fat here I am but I'm just going to be fat in a like fabulous dress now yeah. so having more confidence in what you wear wherever you are totally exactly. yeah. it's so it's so true that as well though isn't it it's like you're not gonna you know it, it's like we're wearing makeup like you're not gonna yeah. look like a different person no. it's just like these things are fun and it's basically it's, fun isn't it yeah, yeah like an expression like yeah. self-expression and and stuff that makes you feel good mm-hmm. oh my god i remember that quote um do you remember the quote that i butchered on stage and it took me like oh, five yeah. minutes. I went over it for five minutes and I was like, actually, sorry, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I did. Have you remembered it? Yeah, go on, it do, just do. came to me now. Yeah. I'm nicer when I like my outfit. Oh, yeah, that's right? so good. I love I that. I'm nicer it's so when much, I like my outfit. It's so much true. nicer when yeah, I like You when wear I things like better and you, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Love that. That is so damn true. <laughs> and it took me a month. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got your own um, clothing collection as well. Um, yes. So it's Light London, isn't it? Yeah, so Light London came out last year and it was a lot of work a lot harder than I ever imagined and it was we released swimwear at a time when no one was going away so I was like well it's literally like one of the worst things we could have done I was like I don't want to buy a bikini (laughs) for your house maybe I don't know for the bath literally that's how I had to take the photos to like shoot the campaign images like the shower (laughs) I can imagine Dave just being like wait yeah literally like oh should we should we try the street instead I was like I can't stand outside in a bikini so it was a bit of a nightmare but we got there um, and it did well and and the idea behind it was like there is do you know what It, it was mostly because of the whole like flattering thing and basically like anyone who's over a certain size should be wearing typical like plus size things like with the pleated skirt yeah Yeah. and and then and it's always you know it's two separate collections it's like it's like normal size and then like plus size Mm. and I was like no I want I want 
you know, the same style, the same collection, like everything is exactly the same. If you're a six up to 30, those are the sizes we do. I love that so love. much. Yeah. Can I tell you how Amazing. refreshing that is? Yeah. Like there is no, like really like very few other brands doing that. So we were going to ask you, do you think the high street is like inclusive of sizes? We know the answer to that. It's not. <laughs> yeah, no. But you're a brand new company. You're a small business who's opened up in the last like year who is doing inclusive sizes from six to 30. You've done it. And they're sustainable as well. Like you're and really on my like, eco stuff. Like that's amazing. What do the high street need to do to do that? Do you know what pisses me off? Is people saying, oh, we're, you know, we're a small brand, so we can't do like you above can. a size 12. And I'm like, no, I know you can yeah. <laughs> because we did You've it. it. And yeah. it's like really not that hard and it's not that expensive. Like just... I, I, I think it's quite appalling actually that people like lean on that excuse because it's not an excuse. Um, but I mean, I went on to self-portrait. Um, I was looking for like a, a day before wedding out, uh, dress before night before the wedding. And I was like, oh, that dress is really nice. And I went to look on style uh, sizes and it went up to a 12. Went up to a 12. And up to a 12. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've made it. Oh, I was like, oh, there must be a mistake. Hang it must on. be sold out. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, and I went no. to look on the other ones and no, they don't go past the size 12. Absolutely. Genuinely, in 2022, who's not going past the size 12? Isn't it appalling? It's shocking. And Absolutely also, shocking. what obviously winds me up is when you get XLs uh, being a 14 or something like that. Yeah. That's not yeah. going to make Back you feel off. That's a whole thing. Yeah. Well, that's not going to yeah. make you feel good if an XL is meant to be 14. It's no, like with Zara, like, you know, like, I, oh, I only God. went in the other day, to be honest with you, for like, not for content, but just because I like, I've heard really obviously bad things. I haven't even been in this. I was probably like 14, 15 and it was awful and I was just like I left and I was like I refuse to make them make me feel bad but about myself but like why is my money not good enough like seriously like and why am I was my body not good enough like if you can dress skinny people why, why can't you just dress fat people like we yeah, all bear in mind need ad- and deserve nice clothes and to feel good and it like it right. really fucks me off to be honest with you that I can't stop on the high street anymore and the average dress size in the UK for women, I think, is still a 16. Yeah. So what is the high street <laughs> so doing yeah. and small businesses that they're stopping? Like, so it can be done. You've showed it can be done. So what does the high street yeah. need to do? Need it's, to it's, up. it's because the, the fashion industry is so deeply fat phobic. Mm. And, you know, we've got all these campaigns and stuff and trying to show like mm. di- body diversity. But yeah, there's still like some steps to be taken for sure. You know, you know Trini, Trini yeah, yeah. Trini Susanna, she did, like, um, yeah. Trini, yeah. She did a, a a haul that someone sent me, um, a, a Zara haul, and she bought everything in a medium, and she couldn't even fit the trousers on. I was like, what? she's tiny, she's tiny, and so she can't fit into a medium of Zara. Like, what the hell? It's indication of where the fashion industry is at but that sounds really negative and I feel like there are because there are more brands aren't there like more plus size brands that are yeah. making like proper clothes not just like yeah, oh, don't, no, it's cover better. yourself up so in this yeah. yeah yeah it's like <laughs> no more cold know. shoulders <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah no, no what were you saying cold, cold shoulder and a butterfly print. Uh, yeah yeah, and yeah. Then, oh, like print. a moor and an Eiffel Tower and oh a bow god, and all yeah. of that oh, oh, like, I don't want to wear that I'm not 12 fuck no. <laughs> off no. my five year old niece doesn't want to wear that she's more trying than that yeah no I think there's definitely more you know more to be done but you're right yeah. like you know don't want to be but like, we're seeing a shift though and that's yeah. what's really nice and that's that's what's made my confidence yeah. grow is that I can you know I can't really go shopping on the high street now I do have to do it on, on, online pretty much but I can buy nice clothes that suit me that fit me and all of that and that's really good yeah so so nice but like it's sad that it it's sad that it has to happen that way. Yeah, yeah, that it should feel nice. Like it shouldn't feel anything. It should just be like normal, you know. Everyone should just be able to go in, like walk into a store and buy something yeah. that fits them. 
But like you said, like, why is your money not good enough? Yeah. And I don't it's not even like, I don't even mind paying a bit extra if like for fabric. I don't, I shouldn't probably have to really, but I don't even yeah. mind that. Like just, just want to look nice. Like, yeah, just make me, yeah. Just don't give me a separate fat people section. Like I don't want that. I just, <laughs> I know. Which is literally else like wears. two rails. It's yeah. Just, and it's gross. Yeah. Black, Do you remember in like, tops? in Topshop, they, they did that, didn't they? They had like a plus section. Oh my gosh. That was like. That's like the smoking section in the airport. Cordon. <laughs> like you go cordoned off. Like, oh, <laughs> behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> right, the bats. <laughs> with the bats bats with the back wing tops yeah. Yeah, gross one of the quotes that I love um, that you always talk about is like all bodies are good bodies um, and I think that's really powerful as well like would you say that's like been a mantra of yours like something that you kind of I just remember seeing that years ago and being like oh yeah <laughs> of course they Obviously. are it's just crazy to think that we were ever made to think otherwise know, yeah Mad. yeah and even like we like sorry I keep going back to your podcast but when we were on your podcast we talked about the word fat and you were talking mm. about you know like fat bodies and stuff like that and like I must admit like it shocked me a little bit like yeah and I was a bit like <gasps> because for me that word has always been like um used as an insult and like thrown around and it's always the first thing like if you ever get yeah. in a confrontation with a stranger happened the other day in a car park some bitch tried to get <laughs> in my space right and I was like very politely like oh, look, I'm really sorry I don't know if you realize but we were trying to get in that first thing she called me was a fat see you next Tuesday Whatever, it just happens, That's right? Like mad, madness. Thank you so much, Karen. And, and <laughs> Rochester, I took down your number plate. No, I didn't really. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so for, like for me, like it's quite a triggering word. But I really love. Um, although it did shock me, I'll just just put it yeah. out there. To be honest, I wasn't okay. offended by it. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that you're just like fat as an adjective. Like, do you know what I mean? I yeah. think like, we, we've been talking about this a lot. So yeah. you don't find it offensive. I don't find it offensive because I think it's an adjective. I call myself fat because I think it's factually true. But I didn't grow up fat. I didn't grow up bigger. So I I've did. never, I've never been called fat as an insult. Right. Even okay. now. Really? Okay. Ever? I don't think so. I'm happy. It's like amazing, that. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, whether that's because, you know, I've just done that in my 30s and I'm very much like, get out of my face but I but I've never had it as an insult so that's why I'm fine with it right. but I think getting to that point where we can reclaim that word because it's not a bad thing being fat isn't bad yeah so I mean this is something that I've grappled with because as a person who's not fat I'm like do I have the right to call people fat but I think that if we're going to if we're truly going to get to a place where we realize that fat is not bad mm. and that fat is just a neutral thing just like thin is you know, and tall is and short yes, is, yeah. then we just need to get comfortable with the word. The but word. it comes down to consent though. Like I would never say to someone's face, like you are fat. Uh, no, absolutely oh, not. You no, know, no, I think no, it depends no. on people. And, and like you said, that's been used as a slur for so long. So it's still upsetting for a lot of people. But I think if we can just get used to the adjective, it just, yeah. you know, and then and then it's then it won't be able to be used as an insult anymore because it'll just be like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. oh, yeah. you you tall bitch, like you know, <laughs> oh, you really got me. <laughs> so Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah. if it just becomes commonplace and we all say it, like you know, yeah. fat bodies, thin bodies, like. I just think then we'll just get to a place where like thin isn't good and fat isn't bad. Like they're both just. You're like just who body types. Yeah. yeah. No, like it's genuinely been something that I've really been thinking about a lot, like trying to kind of like unlearn that being a, like a nasty word and an insult and like just using it as a descriptor. Like I will use it about myself, but if someone calls me it, I find it offensive, but I think that's just historic. Mm. But um, I love mm. the kind of idea of reclaiming it. So thank you. 
Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I do think about that sometimes. And I get a lot of messages about that because I, I would just say on stories like fat bodies, thin bodies and people are like, oh, you know, you're yeah. Yeah. People just take offense to it. And I do get it. Like, I really do get it. But I think for like for actual progression, like we just need to be able to use the word. Yeah. No, it makes complete oh, let's sense. Come up with another word. Like if, you know, yeah, it, yeah. That can describe be. fat bodies or mm. like mm. people living in a bigger body. But yeah. It's Some just, people are like, oh, people living with obesity. And it's a bit like, I can't be bothered, mate. Just come on. <laughs> oh, my no, God. I, I, I don't so mean, like, I'm not doing it disrespectful. Like, like, if that's what you want to be referred to, like, yeah, I think it's an course. individual preference. But of I just course. love the the taking ownership of that word. And, like, yeah, I, I think that's really powerful. Yeah, and I think, like, d- did you ever watch that thing on, oh, God, I can't remember, on Channel 4, where it was like... 10 fat people lived in a house together. Yes. Did you watch it? Yeah. And there was one r- woman who was really grappling with, you know, she I remember her. she preferred to be called like obese and preferred to like use the term obesity. Mm. And I think it's just like, it's down to you, isn't it? Yeah. Like what you're comfortable with and what you're not. And then people were really trying hard to sort of get her away from that and being a little bit aggressive with it. And I was like, you have to remember that yeah. this is a lifetime of, you know, living mm. as a as a person who has, you know, received insults and, yeah. you know. Discrimination. Discrimination. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's up to them at the end of the day, you know. And if someone says to me, don't call me fat, I'm like, I will never call you fat. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, you know. Totally, it's, yeah. We've got, I think it's, it's on you. Respectful, yeah. yeah. Interestingly, that, that, I think if it's the same woman I think you're talking about, her name's Sarah LeBrock and she's um, she fights a lot for about ending the stigma around um, obesity. She was on a programme, don't know if you remember, it was on Sky, I think, like 10 mm. years ago and it was like called The Fight of My Life or something like that. No. And they lost, they had to lose like half their body weight in a year. I think most of them did. It was, I don't know, like 10, 15 of them. And right. uh, I was actually having a, a phone call with her the other day and she said that she had put on all the weight. She put it on back on very quickly because obviously she would. Yeah. Yeah. And she said that every single person that did that programme is has put had put it back on and in a very short space of time yeah um but yeah just uh, just an interesting observation i think she's like some some people are fat and some people are not and it's not all, it's not as black and white as well like and we could eat the same thing and do the same amount of exercise and we probably would still like well, we'd all look different yeah. um and it's just you know we just need to accept i think yeah. that people are all different like, Body just stop talking about it as like well. it's yeah. just different it's you just know different. yeah I mean, I've got four sisters and four of us are a similar size. And then the other one's like super skinny. She's Mm. just tiny and that's just the way she is. And that's within the same family, you know, Mm. with the same Yeah, exactly. Me and my sister, we're similar sizes, but she's Mm. six foot tall, legs up to her eyeballs. I'm five, six, massive boobs, makes no sense. And we're completely different. We probably eat the same and we're completely different. And it goes back to what we always say is like the way you look is the least interesting thing about you. There's so much more going on about you and all your friends and all your family and everyone you work with than the way they look. So let's just not, we've got to move away from this. We've got to move away from the diet culture thing that we all grew up with. Just move on. And also like not to get too like, too into it, but... As well, it feeds the patriarchy. The yes. Fact- yes. <laughs> Fuck the patriarchy. Thanks, thanks for saying it for me. Because I was going to say But it does. It keeps us like it keeps us focused on what we look like, uh, mm-hmm. and it stops us from spending that time and energy on other like way more important conquering the world. 
conquering the world. Because we're too obsessed with like looking in the mirror. That's not our fault. That's just like the way we've been conditioned. But mm. it's yeah, it's a it's a tool of the patriarchy, like mm. diet culture, just to keep us keep us quiet, keep us obedient, keep us like focused on eating little calories. Yeah, yeah. be the little woman at home. I like, know it yeah. makes you angry, doesn't it? It does. It, it really does. does. It makes and me like angry. the more you learn about diet culture yeah. as well, like I found, yeah, the, the more angry it makes yeah. me. So do you think? So we've also talked a lot about diet culture and the, yes. the what it's done to all of us like all three of us have been impacted by that so I mean this is a really like hard question but how can we mm. fight it you I think you are fighting you were the one of the first people that I found on Instagram posting the kind of content that you do and that has changed the way that I you know part of what you do is change the way that I think about everything but how can we continue to fight diet culture do you reckon so I think like my view on all of this, and this is why I create the content that I do. And a lot of people say to me, oh, but why are you sh- why are you sharing that? You're just perpetuating that message. You know, if I call out something negative, mm. but I, th- I feel like nothing's going to get resolved if these things continue to go unquestioned and unchallenged, which they did for like all of the 90s, didn't they? Like, yeah. Like we thought Jessica yeah. Simpson was fat. Yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> you know, so much of it, just like my parents' generation, they don't question anything and they're shocked by what we're questioning. And I think that if it just continues to operate in the shadows, then we're not going to, it's not going to get resolved. We're not going to be able to dismantle anything. So we've got to talk about it. And a lot of the stuff as well that I bring up is stuff that we have seen when we were growing up and internalised and that's gone on to create our sense of self or shape how we see our bodies and how we see other people's bodies as well so we've got to like fix all of that the more we talk about diet culture the more we call it's everywhere like the more we call it out and become aware of it then the more able we are to see it and dismiss it rather than take it on and internalize any messages from it and also we're able to heal from our past you know that those those past messages that we've internalized and then compassion. I always come back to compassion and self-compassion. I swear, like, I go on about it so much. I, th- I swear it's like the answer to most of the world's problems. <laughs> it's like there isn't enough compassion. And the way we talk to ourselves is sometimes so shocking. And we do it again. It's like it goes unquestioned. It goes unchallenged. And I do think a good um, way to challenge this is to say, like, hang on would I say this to like my sister or my mom Mm. or my or my friends like would I say that and if I wouldn't then I probably shouldn't be saying it to myself because why do you deserve it if they don't deserve it why do you why do you deserve it yeah yeah I love that easier said (laughs) than done but like it's so so like really good easier said than done yeah Yeah. and uh, yeah advice to live by I absolutely love that oh and that's important as well like you said easier said than done I feel like a lot of these you see like little infographics on Instagram like how to feel better about your body five tips <laughs> five easy steps <laughs> yeah like here you go <laughs> five days of true happiness yeah. <laughs> we have been taught like, especially women to hate our bodies from the moment yes. we become aware of the fact that they have an aesthetic like we've, we've been made to feel like there's something wrong with them and that we need to change them so this isn't going to happen overnight but like Every little bit of progress that you can do or every little bit of, of work that you can make on this will eventually, it will all stack up to a place where, you know, you might not be like, hey, I love my body, like walk around naked, but you don't really need to be. Like mm. if you can just realise then that, you know, your body is the least interesting thing about you. Yes. Yeah. And there's just a lot more to life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. That's such a good really nice. Thank you oh, so much, Alex. Good. Like that has just been an absolute dream. Thank you so much for coming oh, on the pod. Thanks. This has been loved my favourite podcast. I've yeah. loved it. <laughs> so good. Get that on the quote, please. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Testimonial. <laughs>
It's that time in the podcast when we bring some love, even more laughter and some positivity from our listeners with your On The Plus Side stories. And today we're going to do something slightly cringy for us um, because our producer has made us look through some of your amazing reviews on Apple Podcasts. Oh my God. They've literally had us smiling from ear to ear. Uh, I've I've teared up at a couple, um, but they've also had us in stitches as well because I think people just get us, Laura. They just get us. So yes, Hans, uh, <laughs> please go and give us um, a five-star review. Give us a good review because um, it really helps boost our confidence. It does, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> One I wanted to what I wanted to share was from Danny. So hi Danny, we love you already. And she said, I need to make an admission, brace yourselves. I'm 35 and I've never listened to a podcast before this, which we've actually <gasps> found with quite a few people. Um, and Go Love Yourself is the first one they've listened to. Uh, and she continued on with Laura, I followed your journey for some time, saw you posting about the pod and thought I'd give it a go and you have not disappointed me. Love, love, love. Can we be BFFs? Uh, yes, oh, Danny. Please yes, be Danny, we can. <laughs> oh, that's so lovely. I How love nice that. is that? We had this other review from uh, Jonesy. She says, I'm not sure I can change the I am not worthy mindset after 50 years, but I am damn sure going to try. Oh, my God. Go, Jonesy. Go, Go Jonesy. <laughs> Oh my god that's amazing and again i will say um i've heard from a lot of women who have said that they're in their sort of 40s and 50s specifically 50s who are like i wish that this podcast was available when i was your age and stuff i i think that's those messages for me are the ones that mean the most because it means that i hopefully we're doing something good and people resonate the whole point is that people resonate with it and we're talking about things that people are thinking in their heads and not talking about and we're talking about it um go jonesy you are worthy Absolutely. And finally, let's end on this comment. Uh, so relatable. Oh, this is my favourite. So relatable. Not posh birds in straight bodies talking about <laughs> self-love. <laughs> she just gets us. <laughs> she, totally, in a nutshell. That's literally <laughs> the you. The town bird and the Dartford bird. <laughs> Chatting about <laughs> bubbles and all sorts. And uh, yeah, no, that, that, um, that means a lot, actually. I think... Yeah, there's 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 quite a lot of people, Gwyneth uh, <laughs> Paltrow, talking about <laughs> talking about all this kind of self love stuff. Who are I think very very privileged bodies and um, yeah, so it's nice that we are relatable. So thank you, that really did make us. I'm laugh. just dying at the not posh birds. Like <laughs> that's gonna be. I yeah. think that should be on your Wikipedia page. Just Laura Adlington, not a posh bird. Not, what, oh, not a posh that's... bird. <laughs> Okay, in fact, actually, can one of our lovely listeners please go and edit Laura's Wikipedia page and just put on Not a Posh Bird? That would make my day. <laughs> I don't even have a Wikipedia page. What? I don't. What? And, and also, can I just say that I am still coming up as Rebecca Adlington's sister, the University of <laughs> Literally, you Google me and it says Rebecca Adlington's sister. And I'm, that's all I get asked now in press interviews. It's like, how's your sister doing? I'm no, like, do they, do, do they genuinely think? <laughs> I mean, what a fa- <laughs> Lauren, this will make you die. I heard a comment the other day. It was from a troll, but it made me laugh so much. <laughs> it said they thought that I was Rebecca Adlington. <laughs> and it was the bikini picture that I posted. And they said, what a shame. And to, th- to think she was swimming just a few years ago. <laughs> what a shame. She's really let herself go. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm telling you, I died. 
So yeah, how are your Olympic medals? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. No. Oh, honestly, it cracked me up so much. That's oh. so stupid. <laughs> Of all people to be compared to, Rebecca Adlington is an absolute queen. We love her. But also, that's hilarious. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's just the fact that I can imagine them actually saying it out loud. It's like, oh, poor girl to finish. She's <laughs> in the Olympics just a few years ago. You know that person has gone and told everyone they know. And be like, oh, God, did you see? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the state of it? Honestly. Stop it, you knob. <laughs> Oh, that is so my favourite thing ever. Oh, yeah, that's made my I day. Know. I don't even remember what we were talking about before that because that has absolutely floored me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Someone's got to make you a Wikipedia page because we can't. You can't be known as someone's sister. You're my most famous friend. I need you to have a Wikipedia page so I can prove to people <laughs> that oh, you're my famous friend. <laughs> there you go, listeners. That's one for you. And I'm going to check in next week and see if someone started it already. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Love you, bye! <laughs> that was Go Love Yourself, brought to you by Simply Be. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. Hello, I'm La La La, let me explain. And this is, it's not you, it's them, but it might be you. I'm here to answer all your questions around love, relationships, sex, dating dilemmas, and anything else you throw my way. Join me three times a week as we work through the depths of this intimacy pool together. From Sony Music Entertainment, listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.